Hello, and welcome to the second podcast of the Health Policy and Advocacy Nursing Network, also known as HPAN. My name is Jason King, and I'm the Chief Operating Officer, Chief Nursing Officer for IU Health Morgan. I am also the Legislative Chair for the Indiana Organization of Nurse Executives. Part of my purpose as a nurse involved in legislation is to serve my colleagues, our patients, and our communities. Understanding the bills that have been introduced to the State House and using my voice to advocate for those impacted by the bills gives me the opportunity to affect positive change for the health of Indiana. But I do not do it alone. There are more than 9,000 nurses at IU Health and more than 100,000 in Indiana. Together, we work to make Indiana a healthier state. I want to talk a little bit about how the Indiana legislature works. Indiana does not have a full-time legislators. This year is a budget year, and so the legislative session is four months long. Every other year, the session is only three months long. In a couple of weeks, we'll reach the midway point of the session. At the midway point, if a bill is approved on third reading, it switches from its chamber of origin to the opposite chamber. This means if it started in the House, it goes to the Senate. If it started in the Senate, it goes to the House. The bill then begins the exact same process over again, where it is subject to be amended further, approved, or defeated. Now I'm going to talk about some of the bills currently at the State House. As an update to the previous podcast, House Bill 1565, titled Cigarette Taxes, has not received a hearing, meaning that the bill has not been heard in the Public Health Committee. The bill proposes to increase the cigarette tax by $2 to $2.99 per pack of regular-sized cigarettes. The tax increase would fund the Tobacco Use Prevention and Cessation Trust Fund for the State Department of Health to implement the long-range state plan for the prevention and reduction of the usage of tobacco and tobacco products in Indiana. But most importantly, we know that increases in the cost of cigarettes will dramatically decrease the number of smokers, which will help us improve the health of our state. Thank you to all of you who've reached out to your legislators to advocate for this bill. If you haven't reached out yet, I'll walk you through the process in just a minute. House Bill 1344 is the Nurse Licensure Compact. It's authored by Representative Ed Clear. This bill specifies requirements for participation by the state in a multi-state nurse licensure compact. If passed, this bill will allow Indiana to attract and keep more nurses and it will be easier to retain top talent. This bill will also allow nurses to practice telemedicine for patients living across the border of another compact state. This bill will move to the Senate in the second half of the session. A similar bill authored by Senator Zay remains in the Appropriations Committee and is awaiting a hearing date. Senate Bill 394 is entitled Advanced Practice Registered Nurses and is authored by Senator Charbonneau. It provides that an advanced practice registered nurse with prescriptive authority can operate independently once he or she is fully trained. Now what does that mean? These are nurses who have advanced education and training to be able to diagnose and treat many conditions. Their extensive training includes partnerships with physicians in addition to their additional years of school to ensure that they have knowledge and skills necessary to provide excellent care. This bill requires a full-time equivalent of three years before an advanced practice registered nurse may operate independently or without a practice agreement with a physician and it sets forth additional requirements. This is really about being able to provide high quality care in a timely manner. Patients have long wait times to see their physicians. This bill will allow trained APRNs to practice independently creating more space in the clinics, and more clinics means more patients receiving preventative care, which leads to a healthier Indiana. Senate Bill 188, titled Nursing Faculty Loan Repayment Grant Program, is authored by Senator Becker. 
This bill establishes the Nursing Faculty Loan Repayment Grant to increase the number of nursing faculty in Indiana. As you well may be aware, nursing has a nurse faculty shortage. By allowing nurse faculty an option for loan repayment, it may mean more nurses becoming faculty, which would lead to more nursing students, therefore more nurses, leading to a less of a nursing shortage and safer care for our patients in Indiana. This bill passed the third reading in the Senate, 48 to 1, and will move to the House in the second half of the session. It will be sponsored in the House by Representative Tim Brown. Another bill that is a high priority is House Bill 1007, titled Perinatal Care. As you might know, Indiana ranks as the eighth worst state in the country when it comes to infant mortality. This is Governor Holcomb's priority bill to address infant mortality. Authored by Representative Kirkhofer, this bill would require the State Department of Health to establish a perinatal navigator program. This bill would also require a health care provider to, first, use a validated and evidence-based verbal screening tool to assess the substance use disorder in pregnancy for all pregnant women who are seen by that health care provider. And second, if the health care provider identifies a pregnant woman who has a substance use disorder and is not currently receiving treatment, provide treatment or refer the patient for treatment. This bill passed unanimously out of the House 99 to 0. It will now move to the Senate in the second half of the session. Now that we've talked about some of the bills, I want to make sure you know how easy it is to communicate with your legislators. The website for the Indiana General Assembly is www.iga.in.gov. This is where you can find all of the bills introduced in this session, your legislators and their contact information, all of the upcoming House, Senate, and committee agendas, and can watch the sessions live. Go to the site, find your legislators, and save their email addresses and social media accounts. This will make it easy and fast when you want to send a quick note telling them how you feel about pending legislation. So here are a few tips for contacting your legislator by email. Only write to the legislators who represent where you live. They'll pay the most attention and they want to hear from you. Include the bill number and what the bill is about in the subject line and the body of the email. Keep your message simple, but make it personal. Highlight your message in one to three bullet points and relay it to your experiences or expertise. Send a separate message for each issue you care about. Invite the legislator to contact you to talk about your position on the bill or issue and provide an easiest way to contact you. Ask your legislator for their position on the issue and request a reply. I will continue to update you on these bills as we move through the session. I also encourage you to follow me on Twitter at jking underscore IUH or email me at jking at iuhealth.org. As a unified team, together we can lead the transformation of healthcare through quality, innovation, and education, and make Indiana one of the nation's healthiest states.